Hey wrestling fan, this is your ultimate one wrestling report episode three. Yes, I'm dropping another podcast tonight. Um, uh, trying to bring you the most informative stuff that's happening in the wrestling world. And if I could bring you two podcasts a week, that's even better because I keep you up to speed on what's going on. And with this weekend, we're going to have all these shows coming up. We got to be on top of it and pretty much other stuff that's going on, news that's going on in different promotions. So I want to thank you all, you listeners to my podcast. Welcome back to my Ultimate One Wrestling Report. Um, I want to thank people from Australia for listening in. I want to thank people in in the United States, of course, and for for actually putting, you know, the headphones on and listening to my podcast, which I appreciate. Uh, this is something that you could do while you're working out or at work, whatever. But again, I want to thank you all for supporting my podcast. Um, I also have a YouTube channel called Ultimate One Wrestling News. That channel already has six videos upload. It's pretty much all the stuff that I have spoken about during the week in a video format. I just put the last um, video Episode six, uh, reviewing the best in the world, uh, the Southern Showdown and Fighter Fest. So that was the last video I uploaded in YouTube. So you could subscribe to the channel. Again, Ultimate One Wrestling News. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell to get new content every week. Hit the thumbs up button. Leave me your comments. Anything you feel that you want to leave your feedback in the comments, I'm welcoming you to leave it as best as you can um again for those who don't get a chance to listen to youtube through youtube because you're running around um this is why i have the audio podcast ultimate one wrestling report so it gives you pretty much what's going on on my first podcast on monday that i dropped uh, i spoke about the g1 climax the new japan show that happened saturday i gave you my feedback uh, on the matches and what's going to go on then i also gave you a review of the anniversary of the things that are going on i also gave you uh feedback on wwe i believe i also spoke about how um i think i believe i spoke about tessa blanchard and how she great she is as a wrestler she's the number one wrestling female in the world to me my opinion you may not agree with it but that woman right now is the hottest wrestling female as far as talent wise is concerned so tonight we're going to jump into other uh news that has happened in the week um we're going to talk about tna and we're going to talk about cmml we're going to talk about wwe we're going to talk about everything that you need to know as far as it comes to professional wrestling um we're gonna start off with johnny impact and johnny impact he wrestled sunday night and he he wrestled rich swan for the x division title and apparently after the match his contract ended and he is no longer contra contra sorry contractual obligated to impact i'm having a bad night it's late um so he no longer with impact i don't know what's gonna happen with him 
as far as his wife Tyler Valkyrie she is the knockout women's champion and she's still signed to the end of this year I believe so she still will be working with the company I don't know what's going to happen um, that is very interesting very interesting with the fact that now supposedly Impact is trying to work with um, AXS the same um, channel that does the New Japan shows um, the Access channel a lot of people don't have that but I know Impact is trying to work with them and um, and if you listen to my podcast from Monday uh, there was a situation that happened also in the G1 Climax when they were doing the post-match interview with Okada and they mentioned uh, Impact um, they didn't say it by name but they mentioned something to that effect uh, but Impact right now losing another wrestler so we'll see we will be right back after this if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to talk about the situation that happened on Monday with CMML President Paco Alonso passing away and um chris jericho put a video he was crying saying how how grateful he was with paco alonso for giving him a start in mexico um he said that paco alonso gave him his first uh gimmick name which was a um corazon de leon which means lionheart um he was very very distraught about the passing uh, Mr. Alonzo, we do not know what he passed away of, so we still have no no type of information of what he died of. Apparently, he just said he was a very young man. Um, so, um, Chris Jericho supposedly started working with him in 1993 when he started his career. So that's pretty much on that. Um, uh, as far as Chris Jericho is concerned, he's gonna have a live mic of Fight for the Fallen. Um, I don't know know what that means. I guess he's probably going to be going off, which I love when uh, Chris Jericho is on that, you know, I'm crazy, you know, not tranquilo type thing. So um, so he'll have a live mic and fight for the falling this Saturday coming up. Um, speaking about Saturday, we're going to have fight for the falling. Also, WWE is going to have the Evolve show. And speaking about the WWE uh, the revival claiming they're the top guys in professional wrestling, which is that, that that's the gimmick since they've been in WWE. But they went into Twitter and started talking about they will wrestle anybody. They're not scared to wrestle anybody. Um, that they'll put their they, they belts on the line on with any tag team in the world. Um, and it's funny because um, the Gorillas of Destiny, after they match and um, the G1 Climbers in Dallas responded to the revival saying hey if you guys are uh, calling yourself the top guys 
hey, we here, we wrestle everywhere. We don't just wrestle one promotion. We wrestle CMML, we wrestle in Ring of Honor, we wrestle everywhere. We're not stuck in the cage, which meaning stuck in the cage, meaning WWE, which was funny to me because, you know, can't be claiming you're, you're the best tag team in the world when you only defend your belts in one promotion. So you're not the best in the world. So, I mean, it's sad because I like the revival. I think that WWE is using them real, real bad. And they should be doing much better than that. And of course, the WWE does not uh, do very good with the tag team division. They don't care, apparently, um, with the tag team division. So, pretty much, you know, they, they just don't care. I mean, if you saw SmackDown this uh, past, um, this past, uh, what's the SmackDown? No, Raw, I'm sorry. And Raw, where they had the Good Brothers fight Ricochet. First, it was Luke Gallows for Ricochet. Ricochet ended up beating him. And then, right after that, they started another match where he fought Carl Anderson, and he beat Carl Anderson by disqualification, and the club beat up on Ricochet, which is a typical thing with WWE. Uh, as far as WWE is concerned, also, uh, this two out of three falls in every matches is getting ridiculous. I do not like it. They're killing the two out of three. You can't put a two out of three falls if there's nothing in the line. It's like there's no belts in the line. There's no contract in the line. There's nothing in the line. And they're just doing it because they don't want to have commercials during the match, which is kind of stupid. Um, so they pretty much uh, keep doing the stuff that they, they do, which is just losing fans as they go. Uh, also, reason why Triple H wasn't given the, the Raw Executive Director spot. Instead, they gave it to Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Um, the word is that they did not, it looks like Triple H didn't wanna uh, look like a failure because it's a bad reputation for him. And um, and maybe he didn't want it because he knew that if he failed, then it's like, oh, you're only good in dealing with NXT guys because, you know, under the NXT banner, they're the, you know, developmental um, uh, wrestlers. So even though they, they their talent is great and they showed up, amazing but that is the reason why triple h according to them wasn't given the raw executive director spot um we're gonna go now to ring of honor dalton castle says he's not worried about ring of honor and he says that no matter how many faces change in the roster he is gonna be good um and he said he's seen it before he's been there for four or five years and that he's fine well to me as far as ring of honor is concerned I mean, they need to step it up. I mean, right now, like I, uh, I said in the, my last podcast, um, Impact Wrestling pretty much impressed me with their show's anniversary on on Sunday, and they stepped up to the number four spot. I'm giving them the number four spot because they put a cool hell of a show, and I think the only boring match, to my opinion, was the RVD versus Moose. I think that was that wasn't something that I was happy about. And I believe the Willie, I didn't see the Willie Mac, but I will not have watched that match, in my opinion. But Impact has shown that they are here to stay. They, they, even though they keep losing wrestlers, but Ring of Honor, instead of capitalizing when they had this the, the, the opportunity, when they had the G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden, they did not capitalize. Their New Japan capitalized, and they put most of the Oh, they're wrestling in the car. Why? Because G, um, not G1. New Japan was the one who was able to secure Madison Square Garden, not Ring of Honor. So now they 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 look weak right now. They look very weak right now. 
the, supposedly the summer spectacular that's coming up August 8th, if I'm correct, or 9th, one of those days. Um, they have a match where supposedly Nick Aldis is putting the NWA belt against any member of the villain enterprise is putting Marty Squirrel in a situation for him to pick somebody in his villain enterprise to wrestle uh, Nick Aldis. But it also, as far as the Ring Around the World title is concerned, there is going to be a three-way uh, world title match at um, July 20, if I'm correct, at the Mayhem Mayhem. Um, it's a three-way between Matt Taven, Alex Shelley, and Jay Lethal for the belt. And also, they have the Gorillas of Destiny versus the Briscoe Brothers and False Count Anywhere New York City Street Fight with for the Ring of Honor Tag Team belts. But other than that, if you look at it, it's not much. There's not much that you could do as far as um, being, you know, a, a, a fan of the Ring of Honor. I, I was a big fan of Ring of Honor, and I'm still am. But I'm still very, very, like, very confused to sit down and watch a whole show. Some of the shows are good. Some of the shows are not. Um, I mean, I was very disappointed with the best in the world as far as the title match. That only lasted 10 minutes. I do not know why to this day. So it makes Matt Taven look weak. Doesn't make him look like a, a, a good champion because you gave him 10 minutes and a guy who had did not get pinned for almost a year who was Ring of Honor TV champion. So I don't understand why, you know, that happened. But Dalton Castle said he's not worried about Ring of Honor, so we will see. But we will be we will be right back after this. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm back again with more news. Um, first of all, they were we know know that All Out is coming up in August 31st, and there's going to be other show. And that same night, they got NXT having the NXT UK um, NXT UK show. Uh, New Japan having their Royal Quest show that same night. Old Lives having their show in Chicago. Uh, you know, and the crazy thing about this is that you know that whatever AEW does an All Out or Double or Nothing, Starcast is in the middle of everything. Well, apparently, um, Starcast. Um, Corey Thompson, I think his name is, uh, runs StarCast, and he pretty much had invited Booker T for autograph signing for StarCast. Apparently, Booker T got out. Supposedly, he came, he pulled out because um, he wasn't told it was going to be an autograph signing, a meet and greet type of thing. But it looks to me he's covering for WWE because WWE is going around saying that AEW is not competition, but yet. Here it is, Booker T was told by Conrad that he want, he needed him to be in StarCast and it was an autograph signing. Booker T knew there was StarCast, but WWE probably forced him behind the scene on a down low and said, look, just we don't want you in there, pull out and just say that you pull out on your own because WWE would do some shady shits like that. You know, they would do you know, very, very shady. Um, so. So Booker T pulled out the Starcast, and you know, I noticed that every time Conrad tries to grab a WWE guy to do some type of autograph signing, he did it with Kurt Angle, he did it with uh, Undertaker, they did it with uh, now with Booker T. Uh, they've done it with several wrestlers, and they at one point was with WWE, and now they're going around and I call it 
trying to pull everybody out because they claim, you know. But then again, like I said, they don't think AEW is competition. So because Starcast affiliation, some type of affiliation with AEW. New Jack, one of my favorite hardcore legends from ECW back then, is publishing a book. Um, I really don't know what the book is about, but most likely it'll be of his um, st- um his ECW days and his craziness and his hardcore style. Um, I really probably might get the book. I'm not sure because I have a lot of his um, shoot interviews from back in the days and the stories he had with uh, when he wrestled a wrestler called MTA and sliced him up and, and butchered the, the poor guy. Um, so it's something to um, to think about, which is is this is, is something for you if you're a real ECW hardcore fan I, I think I was you I'll get the book because now to get these shoot um these shoot interviews that he had back in the DVD is very hard to get um you probably might find them on Amazon or or, or uh eBay but but getting a book his book I I, I was um suggest and recommend you get his book and read a lot of his crazy stuff that he did he was one wild dude, and, um, and the guys, guys, you don't know who New Jack is. New Jack used to be in a tag team called the Gangstars. Back in the 1990s, the ECWs had a few of the Eliminators with Perry Saturn and uh, John Cronus, uh, the Public Enemy, uh, and they, New Jack was a knight. New Jack would throw himself from the top of a balcony onto a wrestler that was laid on the table. This guy was a nut, so... Uh, but yeah, so you should get his book and see uh, um, what the story is about. I, I pretty much know. May, I mean, maybe in the book it has stuff that I didn't read, that I didn't hear from the shoot interview. Uh, Alberto Del Rio supposedly created his own uh, MMA um, promotion, and he is scheduled to face Tito Ortiz. Now I don't know how much. Alberto Del Rio knows about MMA. Maybe he had practice in MMA. I don't know. But apparently, he's going to be facing T- uh, Tito Ortiz coming up. I don't know the date, but they're supposed to fight. Also, a uh, wacky thing that happened in New Jersey this past, I think it was Tuesday or Monday, one of those days. Joy Janela supposedly gets into a fight with Enzo Amore. Uh, there was a video roaming around in Twitter about that. And these two were just squaring off when no punches were thrown. Uh, Enzo Mora is an annoying little twerp who I think has no wrestling skills and is still trying to make himself relevant in the wrestling business. After what that bullcrap he pulled out at Madison Square Garden, the G1 Supercar, after the, a four-way tag team uh, with the Gorillas of Destiny, Sanada the Evil, the Briscoes, PCO, and uh, Brody, uh, to me, ever since that, him and Cass, those are my least favorite wrestlers. They're, they're trash. I, I hope they could just go away. That's my opinion. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, you know, I I, I don't know what Enzo's problem is. He He's Golden Dude's video starts crap with Tamatanga, then he's starting with, uh, with CM Punk, and he's all over the place. So that guy needs somebody to punch him in the mouth and, you know, and do what he has to do. But, and then we were right back after this. We right back again, ladies and gentlemen. And um, 
we're gonna I'm gonna talk about a little bit about um, what happened in Raw. Uh, just a real quick review on Raw. Raw started off with, uh, of course, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch getting into a uh, elimination match where Andrade and Sarita uh, Vega. Uh, that match, I don't know why they put that and why they put them in elimination. Um, to me, that match was it was alright. It wasn't all that. I mean, of course, they're pushing Seth Rollins. <coughs> but speaking about Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins don't know when to shut up because last night he was at the ESPYs and started calling John Jones a bum. And Becky Lynch just opening her mouth is like, yeah, uh, I'll be right there, Dana White. These two are just trying to get some type of thing going. This is not the Attitude Era. These people are just out of control. WWE is trying to make noise. They know they're in trouble, and they got these two fools doing the most. But anyway, let's continue on. Uh, Bobby Lashley came back this week. I, I don't know how the hell he came back from after getting put through the Titantron the week before. He squashed Ray Mysterio after Ray Mysterio came back from an injury. Uh, that I just don't understand why that happened. Uh, I'm sure Ray Mysterio is done to get the hell out of there. Um, 24/7 uh, storyline again. It's, it's funny a little bit. I mean, it's entertaining, uh, but it's not something I want to watch on Raw every Monday. Um, it's funny, but also the uh, like I, I spoke about the uh, tag team and all that. I, I, uh, earlier in the podcast, I mentioned how. Uh, Ricochet beat the, uh, the Good Brothers and the, the club ended up beating up Ricochet um, and the the most stupidest thing that happened on Raw was the Shane McMahon teaming up with uh, um, Drew McIntyre and having some guy dressed up in a mask talking about he was the best um, the best uh, broom guy whatever to team up with Roman Reigns um, at the end, the guy in the mask turned out to be uh, Cedric Alexander, which pretty much is just squashed Cedric Alexander in the match. Uh, you know, um, he went on Twitter saying that he he done a lot in the last two years and, you know, won the Cruiserweight belt. And then he was part of a main event um, in a role. And I'm like saying to myself, uh, you know what? Uh, if you are satisfied with that, there's something wrong with you, bro. Something wrong with you. Because they put you under a mask, and that's pretty much they bury you there. So I don't understand that. Um, and as you well know, SmackDown. I didn't watch SmackDown, but I uh, I saw some of the highlights. Um, I know Kevin Owens did this whole pipe bomb thing, um, and then he's using the stunner as a Stone Cold Steve Austin did with the Shane McMahon storyline. I feel they're doing the CM Punk slash Steve Austin. Um, storyline, which means to tell me that after this Sunday at Extreme Rules, um, Shane McMahon is going to move on from Roman Reigns to wrestle Kevin uh, Kevin Owens, uh, and then we might see that in SummerSlam. I mean, I don't know, but before I leave, um, just be aware that this weekend we have um, the Evolve 10th anniversary, which I will not be seeing it, and you're not getting a review from it because I can care less about Evolve. Um, not that, you know, I'm trying to bring them down. I've never seen an Evolved show and don't plan to. Um, so the 10th anniversary, I'm not going to watch it because if they say it's Evolved, but you might as well call it NXT because there's going to be a lot of NXT stars in that show. But 
they're gonna have evolved and then they're gonna have also fight full of falling where i was definitely gonna check that out something new something different i like i said i don't mind watching aew to see where their storyline is gonna start for the all out show um they also the new japan uh g1 clemens continuing the b blocks is gonna start uh john moxley is gonna fight taishi uh it's gonna wrestle taishi um ishii against jeff cobb i think no that's the no i'm sorry ishii and jeff cobb is sunday so um i know taishi is gonna fight john moxley so i that's the only match i have in mind right now i don't know why but the g1 supercar or g1 climax is gonna be this uh this saturday that's happening also so uh, it's gonna be a lot of stuff going on this weekend which i'm i'll be reviewing the fight for the fallen on monday next monday fight for the fallen i'll be reviewing the g1 climax i'll probably be able to catch both shows the one for saturday and sunday hopefully i will so i'll be able to get more detail into the g1 climax and that i'll be focusing that on that a lot because there's a lot of good matches coming out of new japan um so you know that pretty much it so thank you for listening thank you for subscribing to my channel your beautiful audience thank you for your support again like i said i have instagram twitter facebook you can check out my ultimate one wrestling news on those platforms i have ultimate one wrestling new uh video on youtube channels i put them up every saturday you can check them out it'll probably be a little smaller version of this and probably more information because i add stuff as time goes like i say every day there's something new going on so be be on the lookout for that once again i thank you for all your support this is the ultimate one coming to you live from new york city and y'all have a great thursday night